Krishna. Nice to be back to this seminar. <laughs> it's like coming back home. <laughs> like the whole day was so empty, so much happening. And it feels like we came back to our own crowd. <laughs> Thank you. So how did you like the program? Ekavira Prabhu was telling me that this is the biggest Ratayatra festival they had. They had more than 500 devotees. Two buses came. And also, we are about almost 150 devotees here. So, are you all ready for the transcendental pastimes? Of the Supreme Personality of So I request to come into Sri Prabhu. Did they do anything wrong? No, just that uh, I was going to request you. <laughs> You're almost the best storyteller. <laughs> And I really feel that uh, you know, you're missing out not to hear you. Okay, oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Jagannath, do you see, has a close relationship? Who is Jagannath? By now, by, by now we all know. Who is Lord Jagannath? Krishna of Dwarka is yearning to go to Vrindavan. Separation from her. And separation from his devotees, especially the devotees, his devotees of Vrindavan. That intense separation. And Ramanishwara Prabhu actually made a very nice point this morning. I mean, or, no, actually when he was speaking, just before the festival started, that Jagannath's form is actually the emotion, the Krishna's emotion, in intense emotion, Krishna assumes this form. Now that actually made me think of one thing, that we notice with us also, due to our emotion, our features change, Although our bodies are made of matter, matter doesn't usually change. But still in our body also we notice some sort of transformation due to emotion. Like anger, body becomes a special face. Sorrow, pain, like these emotions actually affect our appearance. Now consider the Lord's body is pure spiritual. And therefore, his emotions affect his features also accordingly. Like his changes are actually due to his emotions. Like 
When he becomes angry, what is his fault?
that would also depend. Like there's one aspect of sannas. Like sannas order also has four stages: kutichak, bhavudhak, paridrajak, and parmanas. So kutichak is when after taking sannas, they would stay close to their house. They would leave home, but stay close to their house. But the family members would bring prasad for them. But then bohuta, then they would start begging. They would take food from their household. They would walk around, go begging. Then polyglot, they would leave the place and keep on going. So generally, when Tuvan took sannas, he would get into this polyglot stage. And one would not get to see that person again. Uh, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's elder brother, Vishuru, took sannas once on the heart. Just disappeared. Left home. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also, after taking sannas, wanted to go to Vrindavan. And in his ecstasy, Mahaprabhu was running. For three days he ran constantly. And four associates headed by Nitananda Prabhu, Tarada Prabhu, they are also following accompanying They are running. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's intention was to go to Vrindavan. But Nitananda Prabhu had some other plan. <clears throat> he knew how the residents of Navadim had been feeling due to, the, due to his separation, due to their separation from him. And so Nitananda Prabhu decided to take Chaitanya Mahaprabhu back so that the residents of Navadim cannot get to see him once again. And he did that. He actually made Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lose his way. And instead of going to Vrindavan, he came back uh, to Kalman, Ambika Kalman, the other side of Shantipur. And in this side of Shantipur is Kalman, that's it. This side of Ganga is Kalman, that side is Shantipur. Shantipur is the place where Adhita Prabhu was residing. So he made Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lose his way and come back in that area. And there, Nitanya Prabhu saw that there were some cowherd boys or tending cows. And he knew that seeing the cowherd boys, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would probably think that he had already arrived in Vrindavan. So he told the cowherd boys that when some person comes, and such and such person comes and asks you what, whether it is Vrindavan, you tell him, he has tell him that yes, it is Vrindavan. So this coward boy is attending the cow on the bank of the river, Ganges, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and saw this, so he comes and this coward boy attending those cows. So he asked, is this Vrindavan? Did I like the boys, cowherd boys said, yes, this is So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
looked at Nitanda, Nitanda, we arrived to Nitanda. Nitanda Guru also confirmed, yes, we have arrived to Nitanda. And then this Jamuna, he is yes, this is Jamuna. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just plunged into the water. Nanda thinking of Jamuna. And then he saw that Advaita Acharya is coming on a boat. So he came to him and he said, I brought some dry clothes. <laughs> so seeing Advaita Acharya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became very surprised and said, Advaita, you are here. You also came to Vrindavan. <laughs> Advaita Acharya said, Yes, the Tananda told sent me the message and asked me to come here with some dry clothes. <laughs> <laughs> then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu realized that this is, this is not Vrindavan. This is the other side of the bank, or the other side of Ganga. So he was very upset. He said, Nitananda, after taking sannas, I wanted to go to Vrindavan. And you misled me and brought me here. And now you are telling, you must have told, taught these boys to tell me that this is Vrindavan. And, and then you said that this is Jamuna. Why are you lying to me? Do you think my sannas is a joke? And then Nitanda Prabhu said, no, I did fine. Wherever you are, And after Ganga and Jamuna met in Prayag, since then Jamuna is flowing on the left hand side and Ganga is flowing on the right hand side. Since this is the left hand side of the river bank, this is Jamuna. I don't tell lies. <laughs> so this is how uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was brought back to uh, Shantipur so that the devotees of Mayapur could meet him. And all the devotees got the news that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came back to Shantipur. So all the devotees came from Navadhi. Only one person did not come back, come, come here, and that was because when one takes sannyas, he doesn't meet his wife again. So Vishnu Priyadev is saying that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he met his mother, Sachimanta, he felt very, very remorseful. And actually, it was a very critical situation that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. Like, in the house where he was the only male member, and there was only his elderly mother, more than 60 years old, and young wife, Vishnu. So living these two women, Completely unprotected, he left home. 
So he felt very guilty and he told Sachimata that mother made a mistake. Just whimsically I took Sannas leaving her behind. Anyway, I'll give up my Sannas and say and take care of you. But Sachimata is such an ideal mother. Now that you have taken Sannas, stay true to your order. Stay true to your father. But she made one request and stay close by so that at least I can get some news from you. And it was she who suggested that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stay in Jagannathpur. Because people from Bengal go to Jagannathpuri on the occasion of Rathajatra and seeing Lord Jagannath because uh, from Bengal and Orissa had a very close relationship there. Like from Bengal people used to go to Jagannathpuri to have the version of Lord Jagannath and attend the Chinese festival. And from Orissa also people used to come to Bengal to take part in the Ganges. Both the days, right? And then Bhagavad Gita includes Puri, doesn't it? No, that is Otra Dish. Orissa? Orissa, yeah. It's separate. And so, and she said that this is how I will get your news. And that is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed in Jagannath. So, but actually this was the apparent arrangements. But the main reason of being with in, with in Jagannath, because they have the same mood or a similar mood. Krishna wanting to be with his devotees in Vrindavan. Attracted to Vrindavan. Krishna attracted to Vrindavan. Why? Because his devotees because of his devotees' love. It is also mentioned that the Supreme Personality of Godhead doesn't crave for anything, doesn't need anything. And the Supreme Personality of Godhead has everything. He doesn't need anything. He doesn't lack anything. But there is one thing that he craves for and he becomes, he yearns for that, he eagerly wants that. And what's that? Love. That is one thing he doesn't have. That is why he wants, he's so eager to be with his devotees who love him. This loving exchange is the source of joy. Krishna is Ananda mind. Joyful. Krishna is the source of joy. Reservoir of pleasure. But the joy is derived out of the loving exchange. Krishna doesn't enjoy by living in a beautiful palace and driving a fast car. <laughs> Krishna enjoys simply out of this loving exchange with his devotees. So that is why 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed in Jagannath. That is why we saw that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he would see Lord Jagannath, tears would come from his eyes as if water being sprayed from a syringe. It used to really flow as if there was water being sprayed from What was he seeing? From our mundane perception, it's an incomplete form. It's a strange form, doesn't really have specific features. But what was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? He was seeing Krishna yearning. So now it's Radha Sarita The, the uh, story about behind the form of, of Jagannath is that, I don't really remember the details better than I will. So he was, uh, Krishna was a Dwarka. And there with Subhadra and Balara. And then someone came and was telling the queens of Dwarka about Krishna's Vrindavan Leela. I, I forgot who it was. Uh, Rohini. 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 She, was, she was narrating these, they were asking about Krishna's Vrindavan, so it was telling. Uh, and uh, Krishna was eavesdropping. <laughs> he wasn't in the room while this was going on, and so Krishna was outside, and he, he was hearing many narrating these stories to the other queens about Krishna's Vrindavan Thira. And then Krishna began to feel ecstasy in the form of separation. And now, these, these Physical transformations, Sattvika Vipara, Prabhupada calls them existential ecstasies in the nectar, but that changes your, your, your and it's just, whenever there's an, an intense emotion, as Maharaj was saying, one of them is, is uh, the hair standing on end. Romansha, Kampa, Shruta, you know, the Kampa, so this, this hair stands on end. Now, if you're walking down a, a dark street at night and very close by you a dog barks, your hair will stand on you. It's just like the intensity of the, the emotion. Uh, uh, and so all these transformations are due to extremely intense feelings. Uh, usually when we have those kinds of transformations, they don't last very long. But when there's a love for Krishna is so intense, they can be of quite, quite long duration. Uh, and of course, shedding of tears is an obvious one. But when it becomes expressed as though from a syringe, you know, that's unusual. I, I saw that happen with Srila Prabhupada at Radhagovinda Temple in New York when the deities were being uh, greeted. Uh, uh, 
Prabhupada says that, that generally uh, when, when devotees begin to feel these kind of symptoms, they generally disguise them. They, they learn how to control them so they don't become expressed, even though internally they're there. Because of sadhya. Yeah, because of, of people imit, imitate them, and you, you, people don't want to be a circus act, you know, and, and cause attention to themselves. But every so often, they, they come out. And he says this, this that, 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 that other people imitate them, and then sometimes very advanced devotees with that level of, uh, of ecstasy, they, they, they control it, they don't exhibit it. But once in a while it happened, and this happened with reading the deities in the morning, and, and the curtains open, and Prabhupada is standing there like this, and all of a sudden we see this just like two thin lines of tears come out and sprinkle the ground. And then, of course, Prabhupada offered his obeisances, and as soon as he walked on, everybody dived down, you know, trying to get the tear water and put it on their heads and everything like that, you know. So, so the, these, are, these are these physical transformations. There's limitations for us, but for Lord Chaitanya, for example, uh, it says in Chaitanya Charitamrita when he uh, sometimes they, they would keep him in Gambira. He would tend to wander at night, and in this room he stayed in the Gambira. They would guard it and lock it, but somehow he would get out anyway. And so one time they're, they're looking, where is he? They see he's, he's, he's gotten out and they're looking for him. And there's a, they, 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 there's a, they see a bunch of cows moving around in a cow shed late at night, so the cows are usually see. So they look, and there's a group of cows sort of standing in a circle. And in the middle, there's something that looks like a large pumpkin. And they're licking. And it's Mahaprabhu. And from ecstasy, his limbs had withdrawn within his body. So he, he had physical symptoms that would kill most people. And by the way, that's one of the symptoms of ecstasy is death, by the way. Uh, uh, that would kill most people. Or of course, when he, was, when he was fell in the ocean, all, all his joints became disarticulated and, and he was like 12 or 14 feet, you know, like a, and then this fisherman brought him in the net. So, but this, this case where the limbs are withdrawn in the body, that's what you see in Jagannath, that the, the limbs they sort of disappear into the body. So Jagannath is, is, is like there, like that. Uh, and uh, Supadra happened to come by and, and, and look at Krishna in that form and kind of got interested and she came. Uh, and then she, hearing the same narration, also exhibited similar symptoms of the face becoming very large and eyes huge and limbs drawn in the body. And then, of course, Lord Balaram comes by and he's similarly affected. And so they're all three standing there like that. And then Narada Muni says, looks at this, and he says, you know, this has to be commemorated. <laughs> This, this particular form of the Lord. And so it is by his desire that, that when, when these deities were originally being carved, they seem to have been unfinished. 
for Maharaj in Indra, Indra Dumna, uh, that Vishwakarma was carving them but uh, left early, circumstantially. So th that, that's how, that's how they, they, they represent this form. And that's why, and, and because of Jagannath exhibiting this, Krishna in, in Dwarka and Abhyas, feeling separation, and, and especially the Rathyatra represents this reunion. Uh, uh, when, when it's narrated, there was a big sacrifice of, of, of the other clan at Kurukshetra, which is, of course, not just a battlefield, but a, but a place of sacrifice. Uh, and so they had come for, for this uh, a reunion and sacrifice and everything. And so Krishna came from Dwarka full of his chariots and, and soldiers and horses and elephants, because he's a king and he travels in state. Very, very big. And then at that time, the inhabitants of Vrindavan also came in their ox carts and, and their way. This from a little, you know, Calvert village. You know. And that's when Radha and Krishna saw each other again. And Prabhupada said, uh, it was too tragic to tell. <laughs> to tell. Too tragic to tell, he said. Because they were together. And the heart's uh, her heart was broken, and more than anything else, she wanted to take Krishna back to Vrindavan. And she expressed, and maybe you know this verse in Sanskrit. You know it, don't you? Yes, you can say it. <laughs> that, that that I want him to come back. I, I'm here. Uh, he is the same Krishna. I'm the same Radharani. But still, I'm not satisfied because these elephants are here and these, these, uh, all these signs of royalty. I, he has to come. I want to take him back. Only there in Vrindavan can we be like we used to be. So this combines this strong the meeting together with strong feelings of separation, which increases the intensity of love. And so Prabhupada has described that Rathiyatra is the emotional process of, of Radharani's bringing Krishna back to Vrindavan. Because uh, the temple at Puri on the Nilachala uh, hill is redundant, the, the, the blue hill, uh, that, 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 that represents Dwarka. And Gundicha represents Vrindavan. And so that's what's being enacted during the Rathiyatra. And the description of Lord Chaitanya Rathiyatra is a kind of a dialogue uh, being enacted. And those of you who are familiar with Bharatanatyam dancing, you can see how just by hand gestures and think there's a language is being spoken. And so Mahaprabhu was doing uh, something like that. Now maybe you could s say that first, <laughs> and then maybe you can tell a little details about this Rathiyatra procession. 
the Adivika Rajajatra, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was singing a mundane love song. Yeah, it was, it was a pop song, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the, the way, <laughs> I thought it was. I was yeah. The, he was singing, Jagomara Hara, Shaheva Himarasta, Eva Chaita Chaita Kapa Stejan Militamanati Sudapayo, Prora Kadamanila. Sanchevasni Shurata Gakara Milani. Tathapyanta Khyana Manome Reva Yotashi Veta Shikota Veta Cheta so it means the person who stole my heart when I was a young unmarried girl. Today he is with me, he is my Lord and Master. He is with me, he is my husband. But still, and it is the same springtime night, the breeze is blowing, carrying the sweet fragrance of Malati flower from the direction of the Kadamba tree. And here I am, the, the same, what should I say, like the, the lover, the lover. But still, my heart is yearning, my heart is hankering to go back to the, to under the Betashi river, Betashi trees on the bank of the Reba river. Everybody began to wonder, I mean, why Mahaprabhu was singing this song in front of Lord Jagannath in the chapel, in front of his chapel. Like apparently it's a love song. Like a young girl is saying, uh, the, who was my uh, paramour when I was young, he's my husband now, but still I'm not satisfied, and my heart wants to go back to that <laughs> romantic situation on the bank of the river, river under the baby tree tree. Nobody would understand, only Sarudamudar could understand, and that's right. <laughs> That was his job. He could always understand what Mahaprabhu and then find some way to express it. Find the right songs to sing. Then Ratajatra was over, and one day Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to meet Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami used to stay at Haridas Thakur's cottage. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came, Rupa Goswami went to take bath. So Mahaprabhu was waiting for him. Then he saw that on the ceiling a tan leaf, tan palm leaf is kind of stuck in there, protruding out of the ceiling. So out of curiosity he picked it up. And there was beautiful poetry written in beautiful handwriting as if each letter was a shanty, 
That's what he said. Uh, he said, look at, this. look at Rupa Goswami's handwriting. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the original script, because it's always so round, but anyway, but he said, it's like a row of pearls. <laughs> so he said, and it said, Priyam Soyayam Krishna Sabachari Guru Kshetra Milita. My dear friend, I met Krishna again in Guru Kshetra. Sanchurikashmi Sharatha Suratagata Milita Milita. Like, I am this, I am Saint Radha, who is very expert in this love affairs. Yet, Tathapanta Khelan Madhura Murali Panchama Yushe Manome Kalinti Kulina Vipinayam Sprihayati. That my, that is, Krishna is here, I met, and I am this same Radha is there. Met him again. Yet, my heart is not. Content, my heart is not satisfied. My heart is yearning to go back to the forest of Vrindavan on the bank of the river Jomana, Kalindi my heart is anchoring to go to the bank of the river, the Vrindavan forest of the bank of river Jomana, where the whole atmosphere is filled Madhuru Murali with the fifth note of Krishna's root. So, so this is the counterpart. Yeah, the transformation of that song, right? The, the inner meaning, right? Yeah. Inner meaning. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when Rupa Goswami came back, he slapped him on the back out of affection, of course. <laughs> and he said, How did you understand my heart? And he took it, took the poetry and went, went to Sarantavadar, Sanatana Goswami. How did he find out what's going on in my mind? How did he understand my heart? Then Sarantavadar told that who can ever understand your heart? Only when you reveal your heart to somebody, they don't look at one understanding of it. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went and his group is very dear to me. So uh, this is the incident in Jagannath, Latvijan Festival. And then, then, then there was a dialogue in during the break, right? Yeah, when right, Mahaprabhu right. would go in front and when he right. would go in back, and the car would start and stop. Right. Do you remember exactly how that works? Uh, I have to look at that. Yeah. Like, that there is a description. Uh, like, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually, in the mood of Shiva, actually, look, uh, Krishna's Kabiraj Goswami is describing yeah, yeah. The, what, is hap what is actually happening. Like, Krishna made uh, the, the, the residents of Vrindavan met Krishna, especially Shinti Radha. And like Mahaprabhu was dancing in front and Jagannath would stop. 
And wide eyes would watch Chaitanya <laughs> dance. And he would move. The chariot would move. They would try so many ways. Only when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would go at the back of the chariot and push it with his head, with his head he would push it. Even they brought elephants to try to push the chariot and they wouldn't move. The Jagannath just stopped. Stopped, yeah. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would push it with his head. Then again, the chariot started to move. So this is how. And there is a, a, a vivid description, actually. Like one anecdote I mentioned in that today, that uh, Hera Panchami festival, mm -hmm. that is also from Chaitanya Charita. Mm -hmm. You see, Ratajatra took place on the second day of lunar calculation. The solar eclipse takes, took place on the new moon day. Then on they are preparing to leave, uh, the residents of Vrindavan are preparing to leave after the after taking bath on the occasion of the solar eclipse at Kurukshetra. At Kurukshetra. Now Kurukshetra also, like Dharmakshetra Kurukshetra. Kurukshetra is not famous only for the battle of Kurukshetra. It was already a holy place. Actually the Kuru, remember the Kuru dynasty? where Pandavas appeared, Kaurava, mm -hmm. the descendant of the Kuru dynasty. So, in the dynasty, this illustrious king, Kuru actually performed a great austerity for the benefit of everyone. And he bade Lord Brahma, when Lord Brahma came, he said, that whoever comes here and takes bath, he'll get the So this is how, this is how caring and benevolent the king used to be. They would undergo severe difficulties and perform severe austerities for the benefit of their citizens or for the benefit of mankind. Like he was performing with austerity. Why? Please create an atmosphere, create some arrangement that whoever comes and takes part will get anywhere. <laughs> and that's why this this place is so famous. Parashuram also, after killing Kshatriyas 21 times, he actually created the Shamanta Pancha, the, the pond, to be rid of the sinful reaction. So that's why this place is also famous for becoming rid of consequences and should get delivered. So, yeah, it is in Kurukshetra, the residents of Vrindavan were preparing to leave, and at that time they got the news that Krishna was there. Krishna also came. Mind you, they didn't see Krishna for hundred years. After hundred years of separation, they now got the news that Krishna is. Krishna is in the vicinity. So they just ran to meet Krishna. But when Radharani saw Krishna, she was kind of taken aback. 
this is not Krishna. Krishna doesn't look like this, wearing crown, royal robes, jewel necklaces, carrying arms, weapons, and surrounded by all these noble royal personalities, surrounded by elephants, trumpeting elephants and whining horses. And so the resident of Vrindavan could understand Radharani's And that is why we decided to take Krishna to Vrindavan. It has been described somewhere that they didn't actually take Krishna to Vrindavan. They took him to, him to Upavad because they were staying, they are covered people, so they are accustomed to staying in open areas. So they were staying in the forest. So that is where they actually took Krishna. And <clears throat> there, for eight days, Krishna stayed there. But on the third day, in, in, the, in the meantime, Krishna was supposed to come back right after the solar eclipse from Kurukshetra. So Krishna didn't come back. One day went by, so they started to wonder what happened. There also they are feeling the separation from Krishna because there also quite attached in Dwarka. And we have seen the description in Srimad Bhagavatam how the residents of Dwarka felt when Krishna came back to Dwarka. So they also were feeling the separation. And then they got the news that the residents of Vrindavan have stolen Krishna, kidnapped Krishna. So, Rukmini Devi decided that this is too much, this residence of Vrindavan. They need some correction. So she took the army, she led the army, went to Vrindavan, surrounded Vrindavan, arrested the residents, <laughs> and uh, then they were brought to and at the Hiramukha festival, the description actually these roles were, and then two parties, two persons are pleading on behalf of, yeah, so actually it was Shivash Thakur and Lalita I'm sorry, Shivash Thakur and Sarvata. So who is Srivash Thakur? Srivash Thakur is Narukuni. And who is Sarutamura? Lalita. So they are having this kind of like proceeding they're going on, legal proceeding they're going on. And the public prosecutor uh, is Narukuni and defending lawyer is Sarutamura, Lalita. Lalita. So in that discussion this point came up. Uh, they pointed out the point was that Krishna was not kidnapped. Krishna himself wanted to come. We simply assisted him to come to bring fulfill his desire. 
we did kidnapping. Kidnapping is when somebody takes somebody uh, without his consent. And, but here he himself, so this is how, and the winning point. But then the question came out from Lukmini's side. I know Lukmini actually admitted at that point, that is true, that Krishna's heart is always in the During daytime, Krishna is always absent-minded, and at night, in dream, Krishna goes to Vrindavan. So she admitted that it is Krishna's real magic. But then the question came up, what is there in Vrindavan that Krishna is so attractive to? In Dwarka, Krishna is everything. That's the height of opulence, the, the, the ultimate region of opulence, even beyond Vaikuntha. So that the, the, the height of opulence is in Dwarka. So what is Krishna lacking in Dwarka? And at that time, Lalita Devi, or the Sarvadamada, who is playing the role of the lawyer, he pointed out that in Vrindavan the land is made of Chintamani. The forest that of Vrindavan that you see, all the trees are desired trees. The cows that Krishna is tending, they are the Sarvadamada. So these three things can fulfill any desire. Chintamani can turn yeah, any metal into gold. Surabhi cow can give not only milk, but fulfill anything, give anything that one wants. And desire tree is something that also uh, can give anything that So, if they wanted, they could get everything in Vrindavan. But they don't want anything. The only thing that they want, all they want, is only Krishna. Besides Krishna, due to their love for Krishna, they only want Krishna and don't want anything. So that is the height of love. Like in love, you simply want the object of your love. You don't care for anything. anything else. So that is how it has been established why Vrindavan is superior to Dwarka, superior to opulence. That opulence is Aisharja and Vrindavan is the place of Madhurya sweetness. That sweetness is out of your love. So everybody ultimately wants this love one does not need opulence. Like opulence becomes totally irrelevant in relation to that. So that is what has been established through that past time. The supremacy of the love. The love of the devotees attracts Krishna so much. Although Krishna is all attractive, he is attracted by the love of the Thank you. <laughs>
should we get into some questions? Yeah, sure. We have a Does anybody have any question? Yes, Mother of Mini. Like, you know, 
that kind of shock. Because according to them, he is such an exalted personality. And Mahaprabhu is, you know, chastising him in such a way to the extent of calling the prostitute. <laughs> and then, I'm not directly, he said that Balavachari at one time commented or said that his commentary is better than Sridhar Swami's commentary. Mm -hmm. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's response was that one who does not accept the Swami, his husband, uh, is a prostitute. <laughs> so, so, like that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had a, a humorous relationship with him. Another time, Balajali wanted to take initiation in the Sampradaya. And nobody gave him initiation. Only finally, Balajali wanted to give him initiation. Actually, Balajali was initiated in Gauri Prashna Sampradaya by Gadadhar. By? By Gadadhar. So, you know, like, anyway, I mean, this in Goldwana Dipika, the description is there of all the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Being Krishna's associates in Vrindavan, their identity has been established in the Existence as well. 
Yoga Maya means sometimes she conceals, sometimes she reveals. Yeah. Depending on circumstances. Yes. And she arranges Krishna's pastime. Arranging, yeah, in order to arrange, sometimes she reveals, sometimes she. But, but doesn't she also first appear as a sister at Shikamsa? Who comes to try to? That is also that is that aspect is Mahamaya. Ma, well, yes, she, yeah. she became ten forms of. Ten, yeah, and that's all forms of Mahamaya. So you probably explained it yesterday. No, no, no. I had something, uh, some different question related to this. That Krishna appeared for, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to relish the language. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he wants to see. He says, I'm the supreme enjoyer, but, but I see that Radharani uh, is even more than me. Uh, I, I feel bliss when I'm with Radharani uh, and I enjoy the gopis and I, I feel this bliss, but actually her bliss is even greater than mine. Uh, her love is so great that it's beyond what I can do. And so he, he wants to experience that. He, he's the supreme enjoyer, so, but I can't do it because Radharani is called the Ashraya, the person who has the feeling, but, and Krishna is the Vishaya, he's the, the object that arrives. So I can't do that from my position. So therefore, as Lord Chaitanya, because he's God and he can do what he can't do, he takes on Radharani's mood. Uh, her, 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 her bhava, her, her feelings, and her complexion. The th three things he wonders, actually. Uh, I want to, her, her love is so deep, it's fascinating me, I want to explore it, and, and I can't do that from my position. Uh, he, another thing he wants to know, he says, he thinks, what is it about me that inspires such love? She's attracted to me. She's attracted to me, and I can't understand what it is about me that does it, and I'd like to understand me through her eyes. And he wants to, wants to explore the depths of it, and also to taste it for himself. By loving me, what joy she feels. Yeah, the joy she feels by loving me, I want to experience it. So... <clears throat> It's like the sun is emanating the sun rays, but sun cannot itself experience those sun rays. Right? Come on, can't understand that. Yeah, okay. My question is, 
Krishna is missing that feature to taste the sweetness of himself, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can taste that sweetness. <coughs> so the invocation verse of uh, Ishwapanishad, to whom does it refer exactly? To, it, it refers to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or to Krishna? Because Krishna is missing that feature of uh, tasting the sweetness of himself. Well, to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we have to go beyond Ishwapanishad. This is the highest region of the spiritual sky. Ishopanishad is giving us the understanding of the spiritual reality to some extent. But this is in the spiritual realm, beyond Vaikuntha. The point is, in Vrindavan, Krishna is beyond being the Supreme Personality. This is the private life of God. Exactly, yeah. It's God's private life. Uh, if, 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 and it's higher because it doesn't look so spectacular. Like, say uh, you're a citizen of the United Kingdom and you do something pretty meritorious. And so you get invited to uh, Buckingham Palace and you're received by the Queen in, a, in a, some state occasion uh, where people are looking on and you know, you've arrived. If you've really arrived, you go to the back door, you go into the kitchen, through the kitchen, and into the breakfast room where the king is there still in her slippers and, and, and dressing gown, dressing robe, and feeding the dogs or whatever she does, and you sit down on the table and you call her Bess. <laughs> or whatever, you know, they call her. Or the king has become the horse. And the grandson is... Yeah, well, they, yeah, they, 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 they sit on the floor and play with the kids and, you know, like that. That's higher. It looks like a, a simple domestic scene, but you're more intimately involved with the, these people rather than a state occasion. So, so this, is, this is the private life of God. Uh, and it's only very rarely it, it, it does Lord Chaitanya appear to give us access because, you know, we don't... Uh, <laughs> let's face it, we're not worthy of it. And to understand it properly, they have to actually understand what is Ashraya and what is Vishaya. These two aspects. The one who is experiencing and the object of experience, right? Like, and you know, in loving exchange, these two factors become extremely prominent. Like in, say, when Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, like the feeling is very simple. He is the Lord, He is the Supreme, and the only way you can look at him is with awe and reverence. You, you know, that awe and reverence doesn't allow you to come close to him. Right? Therefore, when it comes to intimacy, that awe and reverence aspect is becoming reduced, practically, practically lost completely. And then you are dealing with him not like the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
you are dealing with him just as an object of your love. You see, the, the danger, most people need this Aishvarya. Because if they, they, they see Krishna like a, a village boy, then they start to think, oh, you know, uh, I, I got more money than God does. Uh, I, I'm better than he is. Or, uh, you know, or that God looks like an ordinary human being, so therefore maybe I'm an ordinary human being and I'm God. This is, this is the danger of, 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 of this uh, revelation. And so it really has to be understood very, very properly and, and correctly. Okay, we question that then? My question is more of special in Earlier on, you had mentioned that there are some ecstatic symptoms that the devotees experience. So it was a little unclear to me whether those symptoms should be revealed or should they be concealed. Would you please clarify? I don't quite understand. You see, you mentioned about the ecstatic symptoms. Yeah. Oh. Now, this, you mentioned also that devotees generally hide these ecstatic yeah. symptoms. Now, should they be concealed or should they be exposed? Uh, well, it, it, it depends on uh, whose company you're in. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the difference. Uh, uh, and the, the example of this is, is the meeting of Ramananda Roy and Mahaprabhu. So when they met, of course, that, that was a, you know, base, basically uh, a head of state. Uh, and Mahaprabhu. But uh, if Ramananda Roy's spiritual identity is, is who? Vishaka. And so that on the spiritual level, that was a very, very intimate uh, meeting, and they, they recognized each other. Uh, and, and immediately um, there was. Uh, symptoms of ecstasy in Mahaprabhu. But then he noticed that because Ramananda Roy had an entourage and a bunch of Karmakanda uh, 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 Brahmanas and everything with him, they, they immediately saw they were there. He, he, he kept them from being manifest because it wasn't the appropriate company. So just things, there's things that you'll do or ways you'll act among your family members, which you wouldn't do in, 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 in a crowd of either strangers or, or even people you don't know so well. But it's just a, a, so in the appropriate context, these, these things will, uh, can be manifest or not manifest. And they were already quite surprised the way they're dealing with each other. Yeah. That governor, Dealing with the sannyasi, like a blessing. It was a little more astonishing <laughs> right away. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. Aditya. Is that a relationship? 
that. Not so much with Kurukshetra, it goes with carving of the deities. That is the time when the carving was going on. And then the manifestation of the Lord in the chariot festival. Shnandatra is bathing him. And Actually, what happens after Shnandyatra, a period is called Anavasha. The Lord doesn't give darshan to anybody. And at that time, they decorate the deity. Most certainly, due to the bathing ceremony, the paints and things get smudged. So they repaint the deity. I mean, that is the apparent mm, uh, uh, activity. But uh, as far as I recall, that it actually indicates the starting of the carving of the deity. Yeah, there's a lot of esoteric stuff that goes on at that time. Uh, worship uh, taken care of by not Brahmas. Uh, he's Lord, uh, Lord Jagannath is worshipped. Uh, as Nashringa Day, with Nashringa mantras at that time too. And uh, of course when they are called new deities, in, Lord Jagannath has something inside his chest uh, called a Brahma Padarka. Most people think, say it's a, a Shalagram Shila, but that, that, uh, that when, when there's a new deities, the, the person who transfers this, uh, anyone sees it or touches it or feels it, it's not allowed, and so their hand is wrapped up in thick cloth and their eyes are closed and blindfolded and removes this object from the chest to the, the, the uh, new deities. The old deities are interred. Uh, underground in the courtyard, and the and the, the Sabites, the servants go into mourning, like a family member has died, and, and all these things like that. And they, 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 they I've heard, uh, maybe you can, uh, I heard the story that at one time uh, 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 Muslims had, had uh, ransacked the temple and had taken uh, Jagannath away at some field somewhere and burned them. But they were able to recover this Brahma Padartha and therefore <laughs> uh, restore the, 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 the deities. There's very mystical things uh, with, with what, what happens. And then there's a certain class of people that take care of Jagannath when he's in seclusion and when he's coming out from Rathiyatra. Uh, apparently descendants of the Sobaras and, uh, who were worshipping Nilamadava before uh, Jagannath was ever. Born. Anyway, that's all, all kinds of far out stuff. And that's the only stuff we know about. <laughs> if it's really confidential, I wouldn't know it. <laughs> so, should we have some kirtan? Okay, Jagannath, last question.
question is, um, in lieu of glorifying Thai deities, how should we worship Lord Chaitanya? Is participation in kirtan sufficient? Yeah, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is pleased when he chants the holy name. So Gaurvita worship, I mean, if you can worship them in a grand way, that's of course should be done. But generally, Mahaprabhu is happy with just hearing the chanting of the Holy Name. But of course, that doesn't mean that we should feed him. That doesn't mean that we should serve him or worship him properly. We should try our best to serve. But at the same time, we know that what he actually wants is that we chant the Holy Name. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm wondering if there's any specific consciousness, uh, a part of our consciousness we need to direct toward him at any given time, um, or just a chanting is enough. Like, I don't have more entire deities. I do have Jagannath deities. Jagannath is dear to Lord Chaitanya. Is worshiping Jagannath deities sufficient to worship Lord Chaitanya too? You know, one thing I can tell you, Prabhupada did not really encourage us so much to get into this deity worship. What do you say? Do you say? Yeah. And he, actually, he thought that Chaitanya is so merciful that anybody can worship those deities. And they're the ones that, uh, if you take Gornitai deities and put them on, the, on, a, on a shelf, they're installed. Uh, like Panchatattva, you install a Panchatattva painting by putting, putting it on the wall. And, and so these are, anybody can worship these. Uh, really to worship Jagannath uh, properly, you should be a Brahminical initiation and then you should uh, perform, uh, you know, Gayatri mantras and you should follow a, a proper Archana for, for, for Jagannath. But, uh, from, for uh, Gornitai, it's not like that. And so Prabhupada even had, you know, the God in a box thing where you, you, you could just uh, hand out Gornitai deities to everybody <laughs> to keep because that's, that's his, his mercy. So the, the best, really the recommended deities for people to do deity worship and which, you can, which is okay if you know, it's irregular in different ways and, and, and so on. It's with, with Gorni Thai. That's, that's really the best yeah. one. And the understanding should be there that Gorni Thai, what Gorni Thai wants us to do. Gorni Thai wants us to go out and spread Krishna consciousness. I mean, if it's a choice between worshipping him at home and going out and preaching, Gornita will say, get out and go out. <laughs> so that is the... And here, the point I was also trying to make is that, you see, in this age, in this age of Kali, life has become so complicated 
we are already seeing people don't have any time. And that is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave the holy name. Like deity worship is, you know, takes a lot of time, very elaborate. But you know, like Prabhupada did not tell us to deity worship at all. Prabhupada said, chant Hare Krishna, 16 lines. Now you see, like, I am seeing that devotees are so caught up with the deity worship that they don't have time to chant 16 rounds. And, and these are the things that we have to seriously consider. What is our actual objective? And act accordingly. <coughs> Prabhupada even went to the extent when Prabhupada got to know that some devotees are having their personal deities, even though they are householders, you know, Prabhupada said, if you want to have your own deities and worship them at home, then why are you establishing these temples? Prabhupada wanted that we should all go to the temple. Now what is happening? Everybody is busy taking care of his personal deities and the temple is empty. Yes, yes. Give her the mic, please. Photos or pictures. 
True. Yeah. And so, I mean, most people are Christianity, and, and you know, it's not like it's you go on a shopping trip and something this, something that, you know, but this kind of like shopping mentality of meeting. And especially we have a um, person in their mind in this shape. And of course, in the beginning, we weren't either. We weren't just when Lord Jeremiah was on um, install. We were first initiated, but not second but, you know, we progress to some degree. But then you have this type of new worship where it becomes um, false, you know, false sentiments when people are um, taking the deities in a so-called intimate way, but they're not following the regular principles necessarily or can be Yes, but the absolutely. Also, you know, when, especially in the starting like 74, 75, the worries of all the Indians, but uh, as Pajaris, we always, we asked, there were a lot of Pajaris, um, Yuma and, and Shalabhati. Um, I had questions, but I asked Shalabhati to ask them. Um, so the word came that people wanted to worship um, deities. First, they should worship the deities for seven years in the And the actual deity for this day and age is Panchatapa, five persons. But the Gordi Thai um, are the same. And because Mahaprabhu doesn't accept offenses, even at one point, Prabhupada was allowing people to almost like books, give out Gordi Thai deities, so it's not Gordi Thai deities. Um, so he was, he was, um, and even when we wrote to him and asked about, um, could we have Radha Krishna meetings, and he um, gave blessings, you know, but he said to have a Jairus, first Jairus. And we were told also, Krishna will accept 100% of And if they're all on the same altar, not like, oh, I'm taking care of Gordy Tai down in this end, um, so that's fine, he won't accept my offenses. But because rather than Krishna, it doesn't matter. And all those little things, he actually made sure that we knew. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's important that this understanding should be properly established in the life. Because now, we're actually entering, I mean, I've seen such a culture developing. Like, you know, I get to hear that, oh, he went to India and he brought his deity for me. Not only they're shopping for their own deity, they bring deities to give gifts to others. And the thing, and as a result of that, what's happening? Like, you know, deity worship, is becoming uh, rather losing its intensity and gravity. And on the other thing that is happening is that devotees are not having enough time. And what to speak of going out and distribution of those books. I mean, nowadays, nowadays hardly anyone distributes those books. 
but they don't even have the check fit time to finish their 16 rounds. You know, like if you have deities at home, I mean, the way I get to hear is that, you know, solid one, one and a half hour rooms gets taken care of deities. I mean, okay, if the mother is not working, she's at home, she can take care of the deities, that's one thing. But just consider, you know, when both husband and wife are working, and that's the case with most of the families nowadays. And the children are not really taking to that so seriously. Like I'm seeing, you know, some elderly devotees, their children are not accepting Krishna consciousness. And they're so old that they can't take care of the deities. And they're feeling so, so painful. Lakshmi Narayan, the great awe and reverence, and um, 
So I asked her whether we should sing the entire graffiti, 18 stanzas, but then we thought that all 18 stanzas would be too long. So we decided to sing five stanzas. So we have the copies, so you all can give it out. Just give different devotees to
Marino. Gaur Premanande Hari. Jagat Guru Shila Prabhupada. This song actually has a very special significance to us, especially this particular stanza. Tava Kathamritam Tapta Jeevanam Kobibhiriritam Kalmashapaham Shavana Mangalam Srimadantatam Bhuvikrinanti Ye Bhuvidajara Actually this is a song of the Gopis, song of separation. When they were dancing with Krishna, then all of a sudden Krishna left Rasa dance and left all the gopis behind. Krishna disappeared and the gopis started to look for him. And searching for him, they came to the bank of Jamuna and there they started to express their the agony of their heart. Haribo. They were expressing the agony of their heart and that is this Gopi Gita. And the ninth verse is this one which actually says that Tavakathamritam Krishna your the nectarian words of your instructions and descriptions about you Tapta Jivanam extinguishes the, you can say, the forest fire of material existence. In this material nature, we all are suffering as if we are burning uh, in a forest fire. And that condition of burning becomes extinguished, the forest fire becomes extinguished. Our burning condition becomes healed by this Kathamrita the shower of nectar in the form of your katha, your instruction and description about your pastimes. And the greatest self-realized souls describe about these activities of yours. They are spoken, they are sung by the kobis, the most exalted self-realized personalities, pure and Kalma Shapaham, it purifies us of all our contaminations. Kalmash means contamination, impurities. So all the Kalmasha Apohanam, it takes away, steals away, takes away all the impurities of our hearts. Kalma Shapaham and Shavana Mangalam. When we hear about Krishna's instruction and descriptions about Krishna's wonderful activities, then it brings Srimadatatam, it brings the greatest good fortune to us. It brings us the real opulence, Srimadatatam. And Bhuvi Grinanti Ye Bhuri Dajana. Those who distribute these nectarian words of yours 
They are the most munificent personalities, those who distribute it all over the world. Now when we think of that, Bhuridajana, um, the most munificent personality. Now, uh, who is that personality who distributed Krishna consciousness all over the world? Uh, at least we don't have any doubt. Srila uh, Prabhupada is the personality. And we can see the Bhubi Grinanti Je Bhuridajana distribution of all over the world has been forecasted in this way, 5,000 years ago by the Gopi. And this incident, this verse, bears another very special significance, or this point becomes more clear. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not want to see King Pratapurudra. Pratapurudra was dying to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Mahaprabhu considered that it is not a business of a sannasi to deal with a king who is apparently a gross materialist. So King Pratapurudra was so eager to meet him and when he heard that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is refusing to see him, then he even considered taking up sannas himself. <laughs> and then finally on the suggestions of Sarvam Bhattacharya and Sarvdhamudra Goswami. King Prataprudra made Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in disguise. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, during the Athayatra festival, was dancing in front of chariot, then the chariot came to Balgandi, where the chariot stops and Lord Jagannath receives the offerings from whoever wants to offer it. So he stops there for a while and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to the adjacent garden and he lay down under a tree. At that time, Prataprudra came in disguise as an ordinary farmer and he started to massage Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's feet and he started to sing this song, Tabalvathamrita. And at that point, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu jumped up and embraced him and he kept on repeating Bhūrida Bhūrida Jana that indeed he is the most munificent personality who distributes Krishna consciousness all over the world. Now here we can consider why King Prataprudra was singing this song because Prataprudra's intention was that you have come here to deliver the whole world, but you are depriving me. I am the only one who is not going to receive your mercy. So with that understanding or with that mood, you were saying that Bhubi Vinanti Ye Bhuri And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu obviously did not consider that this song was intended towards him and that you are the Bhuridajana, you are distributing Krishna consciousness all over the world. And uh, Mahaprabhu was not excited about that expression. Why Mahaprabhu was excited about that expression? Because Mahaprabhu considered that somebody is going to come and going to make it happen. So who is that somebody? This way we can see 
that the gopis 5,000 years ago forecasted Srila Prabhupada's appearance and achievement. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 500 years ago, uh, forecasted and uh, appreciated Srila Prabhupada's appearance and achievement. Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada. So aren't we, aren't we fortunate to have become connected to Srila Prabhupada, somehow or other. So this is our greatest good fortune, somehow or other. We don't know how. <laughs> we don't, Prabhupada himself also said, once some devotee told Prabhupada, and Prabhupada, I'm so fortunate. And Prabhupada replied, and I created your good fortune. <laughs> so it is simply, by Srila Prabhupada's causeless mercy, he created this good fortune for us that somehow or other we have become connected to him, we have become connected to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Sankirtan. Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Ki Dol Premanandi Shamaveta Bhakta Vrinda Ki Ravindra Sarup Prabhu Ki Malati Mataji ki, Sodhamini Mataji ki, Rukmini Mataji ki. All glory is to that simple devotee. Go, Premanandi.